The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic or lethargic and weak? Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and I am so glad to have you with me today. Today we are going to be talking about another tool for deprogramming and reprogramming the heart. But before we get into that, I'd like to mention that This show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Mary Ann Chase. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. I'd also like to mention that uh, you can catch me on Facebook, on the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, as well as my website, thehealingwhisper.com. So, deprogramming and reprogramming. We have spoken about that before, and we have spoken about the energy medicine tool for deprogramming and reprogramming. And today, we are going to be talking about reprogramming statements. Before I get into that into some detail, let's just have a little review as to why we should deprogram and reprogram. It's all about our beliefs, specifically our negative beliefs that are keeping us stuck, preventing us from living in love, and keeping us in fear. And why would we want to live in love? Well, if you're not living in love, then you are living in fear. And when you're living in fear, it's causing stress. And I'm Sure, I don't have to remind you all that living in stress causes all disease and illness. And so, on our show last week, we talked about living in love and what it looked like. And then we talked about the energy medicine tool, which is the tool to start deprogramming and reprogramming the physical part of ourselves. Now remember, we are really 
three parts. We are the physical, we are the mental, and we are the spiritual. And you really have to heal all three parts in order to really totally deprogram and reprogram and begin to go on the road of healing. And so that energy medicine tool that I spoke about is for the physical. It does help with the mental as well as the spiritual. But its primary use is on the physical. And just as a brief review of what that tool was, it was placing both hands, one on top of the other, over the sternum or the chest, and leaving it there for a minute to three minutes. As Then you can move the hands to the forehead, and then finally moving the hands to the top of the head or the crown of the head. That is the energy medicine tool. And so for more details on that, go back to my show last week and check it out. That would be the dates of July 15 as well as July 22. So now today we are going to be talking about the reprogramming statements. These are statements that you can say that help to start deprogramming, and then reprogramming that mental part of ourselves. And it primarily heals that logical and analytical brain, that mental part of us, that will, that part of us that is emotions. It is looking at our mind and our soul. Because we really feel like the mind, the mental, is like the container for the soul. It also, as well as addressing that mental, it also will address that physical and that spiritual part. Or for another term for the spiritual, the heart And, you know, that's primarily what we have been talking about all along is the heart. What is really you, that heart, how you believe, how you think? So this brings up the big question of do you believe truth or do you you believe a lie about a particular situation. Well, how do you know? Because most of our beliefs, actually 99% of them, are subconscious. That iceberg below the water thing. 99%, 99%, that's a lot. So how would you know that whether you're believing truth or believing a lie? Well, let's kind of look at it this way. When you are believing truth, you are in love mode. And 
sometimes when we think about love, we think about the the I love you with all my heart heart with another person. But really, love mode is that as well as everything you do on a daily basis. And if you're believing a lie about a particular situation, then you are living in fear. So let's look at some of these things that when you are living in love as compared to fear. So the very first thing to take a look at is joy. Joy is one of those emotions that you cannot, absolutely cannot create. You can create happiness by your willpower. But joy, that is one of those things that only comes from living in love. And when you're living in fear, the emotions are sadness, hopelessness, and helplessness. Next, if you're living in love, you have peace. Otherwise, in fear, you have anxiety and worry. Next, if you're living in love, you have patience and right goals. If you're living in fear, you're in anger and your goals are wrong goals. What do I mean about wrong goals versus right goals? Well, let's just say this. A wrong goal is something that will not be a win-win-win thing for everybody. Somebody will get hurt in the process of you achieving a particular goal. A right goal is just the opposite. No one gets hurt. That is the difference between a right and a wrong goal. Next, living in love looks like kindness and acceptance. As compared to in fear, it looks like rejection. What does kindness look like? Well, just simply that. It is a way of being. It's also a way of accepting everyone and everything. And rejection, well, that, that's really quite easy thing to say, what is rejection? The next, love is goodness. And that has to do with yourself. That is a part of your identity. If you're living in love, you're also living in goodness. As compared to in fear, has to do with guilt and shame. You're not good enough. I'm not good enough. They aren't good enough. Which is also a non-judgment and forgiveness in that living in love. Whereas 
the fear thing is judgment and unforgiveness. And I I would recommend you all go back and check out several different shows about forgiveness and unforgiveness and judgment and non-judgment. And you'll get to see how how incredibly powerful non-judgment and forgiveness is. So next, if you're living in trust, you're also living, I mean in love, you're also living in trust, faith, hope, and belief. And if you're living in fear, you have this unhealthy need to control or manipulate circumstances just to get your desired results. If you're living in love, you have humility or believing the truth about yourself. And the opposite in fear is believing a lie about yourself. And that could be you believe that you're inferior to everyone else, or you believe you're superior to everyone else. Humility has nothing to do with being inferior, and it has nothing to do with being superior. And finally, if you're living in love, you're living with self-control. Otherwise, in fear, you have unhealthy control over your thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and actions. And what does that look like? Trying to do things just by your simple willpower. And you're trying to control your thoughts. And the interesting thing about living in fear It really makes us all try to control everything and everybody. And so there are 12 things right there that these reprogramming statements will touch on and begin to heal. So folks, when we come back from the break we'll get into some details about how these deprogramming and reprogramming statements actually work. So don't go away. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show, and thanks for sticking with me. Today we are talking about deprogramming and reprogramming the heart and we're getting a little more specific in reprogramming statements which help to reprogram the mental part of ourselves. It also works into the physical as well as the spiritual but primarily this works on our logical and analytical brain. Just before the break, I went through 12 different categories of things that we either believe wrongly about ourselves or feel wrongly about ourselves when we are living in fear or the opposite of living in love. And since we want to live in love, that's what these reprogramming statements are about. And so, even though there are going to be 12 different reprogramming statements, you can always come back to this show and write things down and listen to this again, because these are very, very important. And I also want to put out there that This is all taken with permission from the book by Dr. Alex Lloyd, The Love Code. And it is an incredible book that will actually pair up with The Healing Code. These reprogramming and deprogramming statements are something that can be done separate from Healing Codes, and it can also be done together with The Healing Codes. All of that being said, that Dr. Lloyd believes that every issue that you can ever have is list is rooted in a list of actions and reactions. So kind of think of this like a string of dominoes. And in his book, he has this really wonderful flow chart that you can look at. It, it, it's kind of like, just like the dominoes. When one thing happens, it cascades down to make the next thing happen, which makes the next thing happen. And it doesn't happen with everything, but it always happens with some things. So any issue that you can experience always involves this 
cascading effect. And you know what? You can be in any one or more of these stages at any given time. But to make it all the way up to stage 12, you have to have been through stages 1 through 11. And just as a little reminder that we know scientifically that our bodies, our minds, our spirits contain no mechanism either spiritually or physically, for the negative. We only have mechanisms for the positive. So if you're experiencing something negative, if you're upset, if you're mad, if you're sad, if things aren't going all right, experiencing that negative thing is always a malfunction of the positive. It's just like I've said in the past. It's like a computer virus. You get rid of the virus on the computer and it starts to work. And so a negative result always comes right down to a negative memory where you developed a negative belief associated with whatever happened. And so that's why we're reprogramming. We're deprogramming and we're reprogramming. We're pulling the lies out and we're putting the truth in. And folks, it's always possible to have a positive result in your life in one area and yet have a negative result in your life, even in the same area. And so let's go down this cascade of effects. So we start with our current programming, which is what we believe. And you experience an event. And let me just put it real time with myself Just today, I got an email, and I'll not give you the contents or the context of the email, but let me just say that the email that I read today made me upset and made me angry. And so that was the real-time event. And so number three, I interpreted that event, I can interpret it either on truth or on a lie. So if I interpreted that experience on truth, number four would be the experience that I would experience love or I would experience fear. So let me give you another example. My daughter just had a baby. And that was an event. That was a real-time event. And I experienced love. Absolute love. But with that email, there was fear there. 
You might be asking, how can that email that made you angry and upset be causing fear? Well, let's go down a next step. Number five, you can make a decision at that point based on being in integrity or being in pain and pleasure. And we all want to avoid pain. That's what we learned the minute we were born. Feed me, and I experience pleasure. Don't feed me, and I experience pain. What do I need to do to experience pleasure? But you know, as we grow up and get older, we are experiencing pain and pleasure way too much. And in doing that, we react. So now I had a choice with that email. I could either walk in integrity and email that person back angrily accusing any of a number of words which would have given me momentary pleasure just saying what I really wanted to say. But I chose to work in love, which is integrity. Which means, in my case, no reply until I have time to process it and respond in love. The next step, after you have experienced either pain or you have functioned in integrity, is security or insecurity, which means safety or rejection. That email made me feel like I was rejected. My first granddaughter being born was a feeling of safety because not only was she healthy, but my daughter was healthy and fine. That's a feeling of security. Then the next step that you experience in love is the feeling of significance. Whereas... If you're in the fear mode, you go from insecurity to the feeling of insignificance. You make a judgment. You give unforgiveness out there. When you're in love, the next step is you will experience humility. Remember, humility means that you're neither better than nor less than that other individual or situation. If you're in fear, you go into unhealthy pride. So my reaction to the email could have been, I'm better than they are and I'm going to let them know that. That's living in fear. Then the next step, 
after you experience in love humility. The feeling of faith, trust, belief, and hope is there. Or, in fear, is unhealthy control. I could have replied to that email trying to make that person obey what I wanted them to obey. That means you can either respond to the situation or react. Which means that you're going to either respond in love or you're going to react selfishly. And if you respond in love, you finally, in step 12, will experience success, happiness, and health. If you respond or react, excuse me, react selfishly, you're going to have failure, you're going to have unhappiness, and you will have illness. So had I tried to control, ultimately control, that situation with the email that made me angry, had I responded, excuse me, reacted selfishly, it definitely would have led to failure, unhappiness, and illness on all parties' part. Folks, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about these deprogramming and reprogramming statements. So have your pen and paper ready. Don't go away. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. 
Hello and welcome back to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and I am so glad that you're hanging in there with me. Today we have been talking about deprogramming and reprogramming statements. And just before the break, we went down a cascade of events that will happen when you're living in love or you're not living in love, you're living in fear. And those cascade, and it, it's it's a pretty long statement, so either go back to this previous segment and listen to those again, or you can get the book by Dr. Alex Lloyd, The Love Code, and read about them and just have them in hand. It's a very good thing to talk about. So when we were talking about that cascade, one of the things in this chain reaction are security and significance. And all the events that preceded those core issues will determine whether you have problems with the security or significance. So basically, what is security? And it's essentially an acceptance or rejection of others by yourself, of others. Let me say that again. Security is an acceptance or rejection of others by others and yourself. And security can actually be both an internal state and an external state. Now, if you don't feel secure externally, in other words, if you don't feel safe for whatever reason, you have to do what you have to do to get to a safe physical place. Nothing else can happen and heal until you can do that. Now, the internal state of insecurity that can be healed by going through these deprogramming and reprogramming. And significance is about your self-worth. And it's what you can or can't do or believe that you can or can't do. It's only an internal state. And Dr. Lloyd says, in his 25 years of working with clients around the world, folks, he's never worked with anyone who had a serious health or psychological issue who did not also have a rejection issue. Now, rejection has everything to do with significance and security. And rejection... That is a relationship issue. Where do these beliefs about rejection come up? They can come up from your heritage, your DNA. They can come up with what you were taught as a small child. And it can come up from something as simple as what somebody said to you on the playground or a parent said to you inadvertently or maybe even on purpose. 
but based on whether you're feeling secure or significant or not, we'll either experience the world through the lens of belief, faith, trust, and hope, or we will have unhealthy control issues. And control issues, we all know somebody who has a control issue. We all have a control issue at one point or other in our life. It is a relationship issue. You know what? Love does not exist outside the context of a relationship. You have to have a relationship with yourself in order to love. You have to have a relationship with other people or God or all that is in order to love. It's just the way it is. Even if the love that you have is for a pet, that is a relationship. And you know what? If you're afraid of dogs, if you have a fear of dogs, that's also a relationship. Just putting it simply, a way to put it out there. You may very well have a very good reason to fear dogs. That's not what I'm saying, but I am saying it is a relationship. So if you've been bitten by a dog, it really makes no difference if it's a dog or another person that essentially bit you by something that they said. So we've got 12 things that can happen in a cascade of events. So we have 12 reprogramming statements. And they all basically start the same way. They start with these words. I desire and pray. Slash or ask. And they all start that way. Now, why do we say the word I desire? It's because these reprogramming statements are not, and I repeat, are not affirmations. An affirmation may or may not be the truth. And if you're saying an affirmation that's not in truth, it's actually causing more damage. So let's just go with my favorite example of an affirmation that usually is not in truth for a majority of people. And that statement is, I am a millionaire. Or in today's dollars, let's just say, I am a billionaire. Okay, if your bank account does not have $1 billion in it, you are not a billionaire. 
it's not the truth. Or let's go with a affirmation that goes with a physical problem. Let's just say, my stomach, which might have been giving you problems for a long time, the statement is, my stomach is healed and feeling great. Well, you know what? That's not truth. Because it may not have been healed and it may not be feeling great. So you keep saying something like that and you can't believe it. It's not truth. So your first reprogramming statement has to do with your current programming. And it simply says, I desire to believe the whole truth and only the truth about who I am, what I am, and who and what I am not. Remember, we've got to start at the top, and that is deprogramming and reprogramming. So getting that current program. So what you say, and when you say that, it may not feel very good. But you keep repeating that statement until either it feels okay or it feels really good. Then you can move to the next statement, which is our current real-time circumstances and our unconscious autonomic comparing our external circumstances to our current internal programming. In other words, whatever triggered me was the real-time circumstance with that email. I have no idea what the unconscious thing was. But here's what you say. I desire and pray or ask to act on and believe the whole truth and only the truth about my current circumstances not lies based on internal truths in my programming. Now, we go to the third statement. And just like the first statement, you will say that second statement over and over and over again. It may not feel great at first, but you say it over and over until it does. Now, the third has to do with falsehood or truth. You know, every lie is a misinterpretation of the truth. Maybe somebody said to you on the playground, you'll never be able to play baseball. Well, you know, what were they talking to? A five-year-old that couldn't swing the bat as compared to an adult that has coordinated enough to be able to swing a bat? It was a misinterpretation of the truth that you believe you can never play baseball. Here is your statement. I desire and pray or ask to believe the whole truth and only the truth in my heart, soul, spirit, and mind and no longer believe anything that is untrue. And just like the first, second, and third statement, repeat this until It feels good. Then you can move on to number four. This has to do with pain, pleasure, or integrity. 
What you're saying is, I desire and pray, ask, to give up the pain-pleasure way of looking at my life in order to live in integrity and have the best life for me. Now we move to the fifth one, which is fear or love. Which means that when you're confronted with that pain or lack of pleasure, what happens to all of us multiple times a day, we have a choice. Do we address the situation in love or in fear? So, here's your statement. I desire and pray and ask to think, feel, believe, act, and do everything in love, not fear, in my heart, spirit, soul, mind, and body. When we come back from the break, folks, we'll do number 6 through 12. So don't go away. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Mary Ann is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Hello, And thanks for sticking with me. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. And just before the break, we were going through some deprogramming statements that can be made. We stopped at number five, so let's head on to number six. Number six has to do with insecurity or security. And if you remember, security is one of those two core identity issues mentioned, and it and significant is a linchpin. Once you get these taken care of, it really will tend to cascade down to the better things. So here is your statement. I desire and pray or ask to give up the fear, falsehood, and rejection regarding my security, acceptance, and safety. 
and say this statement either aloud or to yourself, just like you did with the first five. And if it feels 100% true to you, and you don't feel any resistance in your body, and you really have to begin to tune into your body when you're making these statements. Because if something feels a little tight in your gut or chest or throat, then you need to keep saying that statement until that feeling is gone. And when you believe this statement is 100% true, move on to the next statement, number seven, which has to do with insignificance or significance. And this is the second of the core identity issue. And you know what? If we have a strong sense of self, if we're able to give everyone, including ourselves, the benefit of the doubt, knowing that our job is not to judge people, but to love them. Here's what you can say. I desire and pray or ask to give up insignificance, unforgiveness, judgment, false identity, and false self-worth so that I can have significance, forgiveness, non-judgment, true identity, and true self-worth. Now, statement number eight has to do with pride or humility. And when things are in true humility and it's rooted in security and significance, that you know deep down you're of great value and worth. And that really you're no better And you're no worse than anyone else. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to hide. Because you're significant. Warts and all. Here's what you say with the deprogramming statement. I desire and pray or ask to give up the wrong beliefs of superiority and inferiority about who and what I am in order to experience the truth about who I really am, which is fantastic, but no better and no worse than anyone else. Make note, folks, that you're asking to give up those wrong beliefs. Don't hold on to them. So say that statement until you believe it's 100% true. Category number nine, unhealthy control, or in love, faith, truth, trust, belief, and hope. Here's what you say. I desire and pray and ask to give up unhealthy control designed to ensure a certain end result so that I will have faith, trust, hope, and belief, and therefore have the best results in my life. Say that until you believe it's 100% true. And number 10 is whether you're going to react to something or respond to something. 
Here's what you say. I desire and pray to give up reacting out of pain and pleasure and respond in truth and love. Number 11 has to do with selfish actions versus loving actions. Here's what you say. I desire and pray and ask to live in the present moment in love regardless of the results. And finally, number 12 has to do with failure, unhappiness and illness versus success, happiness and health. Here's what you're saying. I desire and pray and ask to give up achieving success, happiness, and health so that I can give, so that I can be successful, happy, and healthy. Listen to that again. I desire to give up achieving success, happiness, and health so that I can be successful, happy, and healthy. Folks, it has to do with control. It has to do with using your willpower to be successful, happy, and healthy. It has to do with giving it up and letting it happen instead of making it happen. And what is very important about these deprogramming and reprogramming statements is that you do them in order, 1 through 12. And I will say again, get the book, The Love Code, by Dr. Alex Lloyd. That way you'll have them in hand or on electronic book of some nature. And it's just like the virus on the computer. You remove it and the computer works. And sometimes it takes a while of peeling back that onion to get down to the very basic information. Well, folks, next week we're going to go through the final of the three tools for reprogramming your heart. And this one deals with the spiritual part of us. And it's called the Heart Screen Tool. So join me next week and we'll get even further into that healing process. As always, I like to close this show with a quote from a very famous king who was extraordinarily wealthy and extraordinarily wise. He was known as King Solomon. And what he said is above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And that's that heart, the I love you with all my heart, that spiritual heart. And folks, you will be guarding your heart when you start healing those negative beliefs, when you start deprogramming and reprogramming. 
So catch me on Facebook on the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube, as well as my website, thehealingwhisper.com. Until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.